Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to the show. This is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. Man, the uh, the cool week just keeps continuing. We've got just fantastic guests um, nonstop this week. Although we did stop yesterday, uh, we had a little bit of a technical issue. So uh, for those who didn't get the memo via my social media and whatnot, um, and and it's always on my website as well, JamieRocks.us. Uh, we moved yesterday's interview um, with actor and musician Courtney Gaines um, to the uh, Wednesday, the 14th of July, at 4 p.m. So that's all listed on my website, um, or you can always go to poprocksradio.com, and it gets you right there to the show page and whatnot. Uh, but, yeah, we had, to, we had to move that. You know, he got stuck on the set. Uh, he's working, and, you know. He did email and said, well, I can give up this big giant check and be on the podcast. Or, and I said, no, no, no. Just, you got to work, man. You got to work. Uh, no, that, that didn't happen at all, ladies and gentlemen. But we did have an issue, so we did move that. So, yeah, so we're back. We're back today. I'm very excited for our guest today. She is a singer-songwriter. Um, she's based out of Los Angeles, and she is just really, really cool. I really like her music a lot. And um, I've been checking out all of her uh, websites and everything, and she just seems super keen, and we're going to talk to her right now. And without further ado, I'd like to welcome uh, Miss Jessica Marr to the show. Jessica, how are you? Hello. I'm great, Jamie. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Doing wonderful. We're, you know, it's, I live in South Florida. I'm, I'm just up from uh, Miami, Fort Lauderdale area on the Atlantic side here. And we have our first uh, big, I don't know, you know, it's, it's technically not a hurricane yet, but um, they're like, it's a trop. They have all these names for it. The thing that I always look for is when they say, you know, there's 60 mile an hour winds and um, nail down anything you have outside. You know, it, I always, I'm not from Florida, so I get a little, um, uh, a little anxious when I see this stuff on the news, but I think we're okay. Um, you know, I, well, I, I hope I'll be sending play. my good thoughts your way. <laughs> I hope I hope well, everything's all right with that. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, I used to when I got out of college, I lived where you live. Well, not in Los Angeles, but Southern California. I was down in San Diego, and um, which means I spent every weekend in L.A. because L.A. You know. Anyway, don't send me emails like I'm in <laughs> San Diego. It's just fine. It's just a little dull on the night flight scene. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, what I liked about why I didn't like it, but one of the things I did like about the big thing out there um, with the earthquakes, of course, is you didn't know about it. They just happened, and it was done and over, and everybody moved on with their day, you know, and then yeah. talked about it all day. Uh, were you awake? No, I didn't even feel it. Um, no, really. Oh, you know, that conversation happened for the whole day, but it was done. 
Now, when I moved here to South Florida, I met my wife. Everything's great. You know, we got a dog, bought a house, the whole thing. It's, uh, it's just we literally had a white picket fence, but I had to rip that out. Um, but one of the things was the hurricanes. And what I don't like about the hurricanes, you know, obviously then the death and destruction, um, is um, the lead up. Because you have like a week where they're like, okay, it's, it's moved three miles, and this is what's happening. And I'm like, just come on already. Just get it over with. Get it over with. But, oh, man. I, you know. I, yeah, that would be a little uh, anxiety-inducing. <laughs> yeah, it just takes forever. It just takes forever. But, you know, hey, what can you do? Hopefully, I, every year for these first ones, and I'm trying not to do it this year, I'm the guy in the neighborhood in the block who um, panics and then, you know, puts the hurricane shutters up and, and does the whole thing and secures everything. And then, you know, we get some rain and every, all my neighbors who have lived here for a long time all laugh at me. You know, they're like, well, at least you're prepared. I'm like, thanks. You <laughs> told me this before. You know, you wouldn't listen. I'm like, you're right. Anyhow, that's my life this week. And so it's nice to do the show because it's a nice break. It's a nice break. And I uh, get to talk to somebody very cool like yourself. Now, tell me a little bit. We're going we're gonna to talk about Spider because there's a lot to get into on that. And um, there's a lot of cool stuff happening in relation, in, in orbit of that. Um, but I want to know how you got to Fighter. Now, you grew up, you didn't grow up in L.A., right? You're from the Midwest, I think? That's correct. Yeah, I was correct? actually, you sh- yes, that is absolutely correct. Well done. Um, I, I actually was going to say when you were mentioning the, natural disasters you're experiencing on the East Coast. I haven't actually been through a hurricane, but being here, as you mentioned, I, I get the earthquake. Back home in Kansas, mm. where I'm from, it's Tornado uh, Alley. So tornado, I grew up yeah. just, yes, tornadoes. And I survived, you know, I, I like to say I survived a tornado, but uh, it was mm. one of the biggest tornadoes to hit my hometown, Wichita, Kansas. Um, and it was like something Wichita. like 80 years. Wichita, yep, just wow. like the white stripes. I'm going to Wichita. <laughs> um, but that's when I was where a I kid, when I was a little boy, my father, uh, he was a, he worked for a bunch of different big companies, he was a big-time engineer, and we lived in a little town called Chinook, Kansas, for about a year oh and a half, two gosh. years. <laughs> yeah, right that same neck wow. of the woods, right? Yeah, I know Chinook. That's so funny. You always hear about the storms passing through Chinook. <laughs> you know, the, you weren't even alive in those days, Jessica. I'm such an old Your father was probably, you know, knee-high to a tall Indian, um, or your mother, <laughs> um, you know, a long time ago, man. It, it was so long ago, people were still traveling in covered wagons. No, I'm, it wasn't that long, <laughs> but it seems like it. Uh, which sounds beautiful, though. I love that part of the country. But you're right, those tornadoes, man. Yeah, they're they're scary. The thing that's nice about a tornado, though, I mean, not that there's anything nice, like you said, with the with the hurricane, but um, it's nice that you can go to a basement and feel pretty safe, you know, relatively. With the hurricane or with the hurricane and with the earthquake, it's kind of like, I mean, you know, you're in the path of destruction no matter what. So at least with the tornado, you know, you have some shelter that's somewhat of a guarantee that you'll be safe. So. People always tell me back home in Kansas, like, wow, I, I heard about the earthquakes going on out there. How do you just, how do you live through that? And I'm like, well, hey, don't you remember all these tornadoes we survived together? 
Yeah. Right. You do sleep through 90%. I know. It's like one time I was like, oh, the neighbor's banging on my wall. And they're like, oh, no, that was actually just an earthquake. So I was like, okay, cool. There you go. Add it. The thing with tornadoes, I always think of that movie, the Twister movie, where the poor farmers, you know, that, that girl's dad opened the door and he was just zooped away. And I'm like, that's yep. not good. That's not good at all. Yeah, no. yeah I know. Well, tw- Twister is like the nightmare of everyone in the Midwest. It's like, this is what it could be, you know? So everyone watches that movie and goes to bed, like, shaking at night. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. But you, I'm telling you, Jessica, if a tornado, if you ever got caught up in a tornado, you'd wind up in Oz. And, you know, you'd meet some friends and have a dog. And oh, yeah. Yeah, Toto, Toto with me. Of course. Yeah. Click my heels together three friends. times. Yeah. <laughs> That's the running joke out here for me. Everyone calls me Dorothy. So my first year in California, mm. my friends convinced me to dress up as Dorothy for Halloween, and I did it. It nice. happened. I said, "You get nice. one year. I'm giving you one year as Dorothy. That's all you get." So <laughs> I did it. I did and that's how thing. she met her fellow, ladies and gentlemen, the Tin Man. <laughs> um, it all worked exactly. out. Exactly. Gave him a heart. <laughs> that's um, right. But to answer your question, the circle back from uh, Kansas. So um, Fire is autobiographical in a sense, um, a little mm. bit about my um, young, uh, like preteen, teenage years uh, in Kansas, so childhood, um, mm-hmm. and just collectively any kind of challenges that I've met um, throughout my life. It's about overcoming adversity, finding your inner strength. Um, it, it does kind of reference some like darker times to me in my life where I was also battling some issues with mental health that were kind of wrapped up all in this, uh, these few years of kind of back-to-back um, difficulties oh, when I was back home. However, um, I just I find that there's so much strength that can come through adversity, and we can grow so much. We can learn so much. And so fighters kind of a testament to that, like, you know, you can go through it. You can have everything blowing you at once you can feel like you don't see the lights in the tunnel but you can keep fighting and you will get there is essentially the message no well that's i'm glad i'm glad you were able to uh overcome that and uh you know those, those things and also um it, it's very very cool that uh you were able to channel you know use that as rocket fuel um creatively you know, artistically, and, um, you you know, have a hit song out of it, you know, that's fantastic, (laughs) Um, art therapy and and action there, you know, I I love it. Um, So true, so true, music is is therapy in so many ways for the people creating it and the people listening to it, I feel. No, it's, it's, it, it, it really is, and, you know, it's, it's interesting to me because, like I said, I'm an old man, I've been around a bit. Um, and people that aren't in the uh, creative world, you know, um, creating what they call content now, I, I hate that term, but um, doing what they're doing, you know, what they have to do, uh, they don't, it's hard for them to understand. It's hard for them to understand. We will go loopy if we aren't doing what we're supposed to do. That's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a great quote by Mark Twain uh, that I love, and I'm, I'm just paraphrasing it here. It, it, he said, there's two very important dates in a person's life, the day they're born and the day they figure out why. And, wow. Um, 
You know, it's very powerful. It's very true. Very true. Um, things just seem to happen when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, they, they just, it, it's weird. And I, I don't want to sound all California and new age or anything, but it's just weird how it works. It's, it's something I've seen time and time again. And I'll tell you, the opposite happens. When you're doing what you're not supposed to be doing, yes. things happen. And, um, you know, learn that lesson a few times. Oh, have we all? Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's also, a whole other show. I'm, I'm, here for, I'm here for the California, you know, new age, whatever you want to call it, anything. Mm. You know, I, I actually, like, that's something that later in my life I've realized is very important to me is that kind of, like, alignment. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. anyone can find what it means to them, if it means anything to them at all, but um, spiritually in some regards for me, because music is a spiritual experience. And you actually mentioned uh, the word channeling, and that's very much so how I feel when I'm writing. Like, it's just coming to me. And uh, you're totally speaking my language here when you're saying, when you're doing what you're meant to be doing, like, you know, your soul's purpose, things just fall into place. And I've totally felt that. Um, And you saying that for me is just like the coolest thing, because I'm like, yes, I'm here for this. (laughs) This is right. (laughs) Well, I tell you, my man, my wife, my wife is into. She is the spiritual side of our uh, of our partnership. She is she is into it, buddy. I mean, she is into all that. <laughs> she sages the house and stuff. Last time she sages that, this isn't even a one off time. The last few times she's saged the house. It's a whole thing she does. Uh, me and our dog <laughs> just kind of sit here in my studio and. Uh, she does it so much the smoke detectors went off the last couple times. Oh no. And, um, <laughs> But I guess we uh, we had a lot of negativity we had to clear out of here because I'm feeling good now. But, you know, I say that, and I, I, I joke with her a little bit sometimes about it. And, and she does that. You know, there's, I don't know, some kind of thing in the, the other room, in our guest room now, with a, a little thing she put out. And she's like, you know, oh, that, that attracts money. And I kind of, well, you know. You know what attracts money? Working hard. That's my kind of my viewpoint. You know, it's we're different, but I love her. I'm not making fun because I tell you, she put that out, and I sold a painting for a lot of money like the next day, oh, and I'm like, maybe there's something to it. You put two of those out. <laughs> Keep it yeah, coming. Yeah, there you baby. go. I love I'll it. Take it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, I also. Um, I mean, I find everything you know is so relative, but it's it's all about what works for you and, and respecting what works for others. So I think that's awesome that you two are able to have that, you know, that kind of balance of like, well, this is what I believe. This is what you believe and this is how we come together and respect each other. And that's what it's all about. It's finding, it's finding what makes you light up. So it's, it's cool. It's a cool tie in. (laughs) Exactly. I, I have a, I have a relative of mine who's very religious. I'm not religious at all. And you know, and that's fine. And it's fine that she is, and she she's always well, you know, I'm gonna pray for, I'm gonna pray for you there, and I'm like, I will take it. Believe me, <laughs> I've had people throw rocks at me. I would rather people throw prayers at me um, any day, any what day. What if they throw pop rocks uh, at you? Oh, uh, then then I hire them. I hire them, and uh, <laughs> we're, we're we're making money, baby. We're making money. Nice. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen. 
listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for-profit corporation that sells cancer-specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non-profit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another. A friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rock's Gear, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Um, 
No, I, so I think that it's I was, that the mutual understanding oh, is so important. Oh, sorry. The, <laughs> with the lag no, no, sometimes. Finish your thought. Finish your thought. I was just because saying, I think that's cool. Yeah, I, I love that you were saying that about, you know, accepting the prayers. I think that so many times people find our differences so um, frustrating or so scary and it's really like it's not about demonizing each other; it's about accepting each other. And I think um, that's that's a, another it, message that I have in my music. So that's very cool. You said that exactly. Well, and it's very cool. Now, like I said, the, the song "Fighter." Uh, when I listened to it for the first time, uh, I got your uh, um, Taylor sent over your uh, your press kit to me, and uh, man, it's, it's it's fantastic. It is fantastic, and you have it on your. I just want to take a moment. Uh, we have Jessica's links up on our show page, ladies and gentlemen, jessicamar.com. Very easy to get to her um, her uh, website. And all of her uh, social media is at the Jessica Mar. Number one, if you're in a band, do that. But it is so much easier for people doing crusts for you and whatnot because you can it, – it's all the same, you know. And, and it's easier for your, your listeners and, and people who are digging what you're doing to find you um, and share and everything because it's, it's right there. Um, what a, you have your press kit on your website as well, which is fantastic. So many bands yeah. I know and creative people just well, we don't do that. We we don't we didn't take the day and and make that. You know, you need to. Um, it's super important and smart and smart. You're in this business, well, you know. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I've done my due diligence. I've done my research. I started making music. Uh, you know, I I think I released my first single when I was 23 or 24, so we're going on like six, five, six years ago. So in that time, wow. I've just been nose to the grindstone, researching, learning, taking courses, taking classes, vocal lessons. Like I've been in it. You know, I haven't. I'm I'm talking the talking. I'm walking the walk. I'm not just sitting here waiting for things to happen. You know, there's the you, you you put it out there and ask for things to happen, but you also do your part, you know? <laughs> you have to. You have to. I'm that way. Mm-hmm. People laugh at me. They will we'll go to it. I'm not in the music business. I'm a painter by trade. I paint pictures of people for a living. And, um, you know, we'll go to some art opening or a gallery or something, and I'm like the Terminator, man. I am watching everything. And not because I'm, I'm like, oh, well, I'm doing it better than these people. I'm learning something. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. I need to do that, you know? Um, I need to, and you know, play. You win a lot more when you play when the odds are in your favor to win. You know, in life mm-hmm. and anything. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you set yourself up for success. That's you know, if you spend some energy doing that, you're going to have success. You know, that's just yep. how that works. Absolutely. What's well, very very cool, and I love your website too because it's super easy to navigate. It's all right there. It, it, I have creative friends, you know, again, like I said, the art world, so it's just full of, uh, you know, a lot of my friends are real weirdos, <laughs> you know, and they, <laughs> they make these fantastic websites that you can't navigate. You go there, I'm like, what is this? And they're like, well, I'm like, and then I'll talk to them, and I'm like, I couldn't see your paintings, and they're like, well, did you give the monkey in the tree a banana? Did you figure out the puzzle? I'm like, it's not an escape room, man. I don't have time for that. I just wanted to see the painting. Make it easy to navigate. That's all I'm saying, you know, for old people like me. Uh, (laughs) Well, it's got to be user friendly. You know, you got the, I I had a stint with a a job at a startup. So I learned a little bit about UI UX and 
I am no expert by any means, but I will say that it was helpful to be in that world for a little bit and be able to apply that to my own career. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you well, for it's noticing. very, very cool. Thank you. Well, you <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm just, you know, and the cool thing is we have a lot of people that uh, listen to the show, and, you know, especially people that are getting into music and it's their dream and passion, and that's great. Um, but, you know, I suggest, you know, if you're into something like that, listen to as many podcasts and shows and, and go to concerts and, and learn as much as you can about that business. And you can learn a lot by looking at people that are doing it successfully. And Jessica is, <laughs> you know, it's, oh. uh, it's really cool. One of the things, and we're going to play the, your track fighter here in a minute, but one of the things that I really like as well is something, um, a little lesson I learned a long time ago, uh, and that's working with charities and um, doing different things. Uh, number one, you help, you know, you feel great because you're helping out uh, a good cause and whatnot. And number two, I have yet to do, and I, well, until the pandemic happened, we usually do some sort of charity event at least once a month. Um, but, you know, that kind of guy, there weren't no parties happening last year, you know. Um, right. But the well, it just wasn't, you know. And the thing is, though, that I've yet to do one of these where some I meet somebody out of the blue at one of these things or something, and that leads to something else. Uh, it, it always works out, and it's just weird how that happens. But you you teamed up with a great charity, uh, the Cancer American Cancer Society. Tell us about this and um, uh, Songs for Hope campaign and all that. How how did all this start yeah. out? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> the American Cancer Society is, you're totally right, is an incredible organization. They do so much good um, for cancer patients and the families of cancer patients and for research in the fight against cancer. So they do a lot. Um, they provide not only the research but, like, the, the resources and the support physically, emotionally, mentally. They They do it all. So it came to be actually through... Um, a friend of mine who is in a radio back home in Wichita in Kansas. And he said, Hey, mm-hmm. there's this campaign with the American Cancer Society called Songs for Hope. They're looking for artists um, who have this cause close to their heart. Would you be interested? And I said, absolutely. Because I think pretty much anyone has had personally has experienced cancer or knows someone who has that's close to them. So, Absolutely. I've, you know, I've had family members and friends. One of my closest friends um, survived cancer when she was a teenager, actually. So, wow. uh, it's yeah, and it's just super inspiring to hear everything that uh, this organization is doing for people because it's something that is so uh, universal, I feel, that people just, you know, have experienced some kind of hardships with, related to cancer. So I jumped on board, um, and, and for my birthday, actually, last year, um, I did a benefit concert with them. And so for this release, I, I reached out to them, and I said, would you want to do something again together? And they're like, absolutely. Um, we would love to work with you again. It was so much fun. Um, we had a great time. So I've done two fundraisers with them, two benefit concerts, and all within the wow. time of the pandemic so they've been virtual, which has been interesting because, you know, I think a lot of times you'll do like the live in-person benefit concerts. Mm-hmm. So it's been like cool seeing how 
even, you know, despite the circumstances, we're still able to do things. And in fact, they took a big hit because a lot of their fundraisers are in person. Like a lot of the money they get from their in-person events, people donating there on the spot. So it was, it was a very humbling to be able to work with them and uh, raise some money to offset some of those losses they experienced in the pandemic. But yeah, it was, it was a fun concert. There are great people there. Uh, and I had an awesome time. And you're right. You do feel very good. It's like, okay, I'm doing something to contribute here, so I know right. I've got to keep going. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and it, the track just, just marries so well with, with, with what they're doing and what they're about, you know. Um, Thank you. And, yeah, it, it's just, uh, you know, what what a great team up there, you know. I, I love it. I love it. That's very, Thank very you, cool. And. Um, oh, absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, you know, I, I hope more people are inspired, and and donate, and um, you know, just just get on board. And if you're a creative person, you know, you're doing something, you know, look around. It's, 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 I'm telling, working with these charities is a great, great thing to do. Um, you know, plus your accountant. Yes, there's some, you know, benefits there about the stuff, but who cares about that? You're helping out, um, and, you know, your PR people will tell you, oh, it's great. You'll get a lot of pro. You, you will, um, which is great. But most important, like Jessica said, is you're helping out. You're doing something positive. And, you know, right. if, we all, if everybody in the world does something positive, the world's a better place, you know? I, I totally agree. And it's like, it's like what you said, Jamie, earlier with when you're doing, when you're doing what you're meant to be doing, things just work out. It's the same thing with, you know, philanthropy is it's it's like a win-win-win you know everybody's lifting each other up and that's like you said that's how it should be so i totally feel you absolutely absolutely well let's play the track uh fighter because it's uh, you know we what a great lead-in it's such a strong track i like this track a lot um it, it's very very cool and uh we'll play it thank and then we'll you. talk a little bit about it here it is everybody oh, here it is jessica marr fighter Hard to see 
Jessica Mar Fighter. Now, did I lie? That is a fantastic track. I'm telling you, Jessica. Thank Hit you. Hit it out before, yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you yeah, so much. I do appreciate that. Let me ask you this, um, artist to artist. If, um, when people see, like, they'll see a painting I've done, and it looks great, and it's, it's wonderful and everything. And they think, well, he just sat down, you know, and, and knocked that out, and it was great. What they don't see, they see the finished product. What they don't see is, you know, the days before that where the thing was fighting me and I was ready to throw it in the street and jump up and down on it. Um, <laughs> you know, I've, I've never lost a, one of those fights yet, but I've come close a couple times. <laughs> you know, I just, it ain't going to happen. Um, it's the thing the other guy. But, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm stubborn, you know, I'm stubborn, pigheaded. Uh now, a lot of my musician friends, I always ask them this, and it's kind of one of those things. I get different answers, but a lot of times people say, absolutely. Sometimes they come hard. Sometimes they come easy, you know, uh, but we can't tell because uh, as listeners out here in, in the audience, we hear the finished product, um, right. and Fighter is one of those great songs that just, you know, the track's great, the, the music on it's fantastic, the arrangement and everything's fantastic, the lyrics powerful you know um was that one that came easy or did it uh did it put up a little bit of a fight because it's kind a of little bit of a, to me. a fighter fight <laughs> well, a fighter thank fight. you <laughs> um well thank you so much for your kind words and and for appreciating the track i it was a collaborative effort in terms of production my so i work with my two producers who are also lifelong friends now um mm. Oskan and Beto Vargas. They are Turkish and Colombian, and so hence the very awesome sounding names. Um, but they yeah. really were able to capture the vision. What I did was I came to them with a demo. And uh, actually, Fighter was unique 
to me in this way in the process where I actually had it in pieces. So typically when I write, I kind of just hear the melody and the full song kind of comes to me. With Fighter, mm. I, uh, I heard the pre-chorus first. And then I recorded that on my voice memos. And by heard, I mean, I just hear it in my head, like in my, I just get the melody and sometimes with lyrics. So I recorded the pre-chorus on my voice memos. And then like a couple days or maybe a week later, um, I heard the chorus. And I didn't necessarily piece them together. I just kind of thought, you know, oh, these are two separate melodies. And then at one point it came to me like put them together. And so I put them together, and then from that point was able to write the verses. And it just, once, once I put those two pieces together, it did flow super easily. But um, we still even so had to make some edits to the bridge because it wasn't up mm. until, like, recording or right before recording where I was like, I'm just the bridge. I'm not, I'm not settled on it yet. And then, like, right there on the spot, I whipped out uh, an idea and a concept in we were able to piece it all together. So Fighter, it, while it overall has this very connected message, it came piece by piece, which is, you know, strangely relevant to the theme of the song. Like, you know, keep going, right. put things together. Eventually it'll all mesh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love it. So, I love it. Yeah. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget. For novices, 
collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS. That's R-O-X-X for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com. Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books, uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes and Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out. And working with, with top-notch people, I, I was reading a biography of, about David Bowie, I don't know, during the pandemic, it was during last year, and um, somebody had asked him, they said, man, every track is just, you know, how do you do it, you know? Um, you must go to bed at night knowing you're going to wake up, and, you know, it's just, and he's like, and he laughed uh, from what I was reading and, and said, you know, when you work with, with the best people, you get the best results. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, totally. Another little I mean, lesson there, folks. Absolutely. Yes, that's so important is to find find your people because you will bring each other up, you know, to tie back into our former message. You will lift each other up when you are working with people who have the same kind of vision or even like, a you know, a furthered vision where you can kind of propel with each other. Um, and, and my nice. producers, Beto and March, they are they're top notch. They're, they've worked with like John Legend and Travis Barker. And they know what wow. they're doing, and they're also amazing people. Like, I love them dearly. I hope they hear this and know. I love you guys so much. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they they are really great at hearing my demo, which is usually me. I'll do, a, like, a baby production of, like, vocals and guitar and some kind of percussion. And then I'll have references for them, reference tracks. And then I'll come to them and use a series of, you know, strange sounds and sound effects that I'm like, you know, and mm. here we're going to go bam, bam, and there we're going to go psh, psh, and then they are like, okay, we got you. <laughs> and then we sit in the studio together and kind of piece it all uh, together. That's awesome. That's <laughs> fantastic. Let me ask you, do you usually write with a guitar or are you a piano gal? Guitar. So I, I play guitar and violin actually better than guitar. I play violin. Guitar I mainly play oh. too write and accompany myself for mm-hmm. performing. I'm not, I wish I could shred maybe one day, but, uh, I don't, I don't play piano, which I, I should take it up, but yeah, my string instruments are the ones that get me by. Mm-hmm. I have a friend of mine who's uh, Swedish he's in the music business and uh, has been for a long time and in, in big name, uh, I don't want to say on the, on the show, but, um, I was talking to him. We were having an interesting conversation, and I said, you know, you've had a couple of hits. Do, do you know instinctively, like, when you hear a hit, 
that, oh, yeah, this is, this is it. it. You know, we're cooking with grease here. And he kind of laughed. And he said, look, it's real simple. He goes, for me at least. He said, um, if you can sing a song around a campfire and it sounds good with an acoustic guitar, you've got a hit. Yeah. If you can't, you need to work on it. If you can break it down where it's real simple and it, it still is, is, is great, then that's a hit. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because I'll hear stuff on the radio. You know, I'll be in the car with my wife or something, and, and she, she listens to a lot of pop uh, music, and uh, probably more so than a lot of, I should say, a lot of new pop music, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, more contemporary. She's younger, <laughs> you know, for those who didn't know. Um, but, you know, she's got her finger on the pulse just because, you know, that's what she's into. And, but I'll be in the car with her, and I'll, I'll be listening to what she's listening, and I'm like, that could, and I had this mental in, internal uh, conversation. I'm like, yeah, I, I could see that around a campfire, <laughs> you know. Yep. And it seems to play out. It seems to work. So it doesn't surprise me when you say you uh, write with a guitar. Um, so violin, though, that's pretty cool. That's a hard instrument. Did you start doing that when you were a little kid, like a little girl? Yep. You got it. I was wow. nine years old in fourth grade. They're like, okay, kids, if you want to pick up an orchestral instrument, now's the time. And so I was like, ooh, cello, it's so pretty. And my parents were like, that's bigger than you. Pick something smaller. And I was like, okay, violin, I guess. And so I've accepted it over the years. Yeah, pick the smaller instrument. But uh, I actually oh, almost yeah. gave it up at one point, and my parents were like, you're going to regret that, especially nope. my dad. He was like, don't. Don't quit. You're going to regret it. And he was right. That's cool. That is cool. My uh, my wife, she has three. There's three girls. Uh, she has two sisters. And I was talking to her, you know, about growing up and whatnot. She played flute. She uh, That was her Ooh. orchestral instrument, flute. And the, the other sister, uh, her other younger sister, well, they're both younger, but the, the middle sister played, um, I think it was I don't know, clarinet or something like that. And then the youngest sister, I said, well, what did, uh, her name's Winnie. I, I said, what did Winnie play? And then she's like, oh, Winnie was difficult. And we kind of <laughs> laughed because Winnie sometimes is. And, uh, but we <laughs> love her to death. Um, apparently, Winnie wanted to play the harp. And, uh, you know, she goes, yeah, she picked the $20,000 instrument. <laughs> and uh, my parents had to channel her into something else, <laughs> which I think was the flute or something. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, violins ain't cheap either, though, you know, so... Uh, that's true, but I mean, it's Walmart. no harp. <laughs> yeah, we'll get the Walmart violin, but you can't get the harp at Walmart. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That is funny. Well, that's cool, though. You know, one of the things I like about classical instruments and, and classical music in general is, man, is it really lays down. Uh, I mean, you get arrangement and stuff once you play some of that stuff, eh? I mean, it's... Oh, for it, sure. It, uh, I mean... Yeah, yeah I, I, lo- I love the violin. That's actually my, my go-to instrument for improv. Um, and, I'll, you know, I'll mm. sometimes vocally, I, I like to improv vocally as well. Guitar, um, not as much, but with violin. So I actually, um, back in the day when I was in Kansas, I used to play in a bluegrass fiddle band called The Barn. And all of my friends who are nice. listening are laughing because they're like, oh, here we go with The Barn again. But uh, uh. it was literally a converted... <laughs> Uh, barn into a musical, so they just called it the barn, and I played with my dad in this bluegrass fiddle band and sang lead female vocals, and it was just oh, kind cool. of like, yeah, and it was mind blowing to me how versatile the violin is. So you know, 
depending on whether you're doing fiddle style or classical, it can do so much. And I definitely um, am grateful for those early days because that helped me with my uh, performance skills and chops and being able to play in front of a crowd. Granted, everyone back there was, you know, (laughs) it was like an older, retired community, so I could do no wrong in their eyes. But even so, it was helpful. (laughs) No, that's great, though. That is fantastic. And you're from Kansas, so you'll understand this when I say, you know, any parents out there that are uh, maybe gritting their teeth when the kid picks up a violin, you know, internally, you know, let the kids know that, um, thinking, well, this is going to be expensive. Um, it could be worse. And I bet you dollars to donuts, some of Jessica's friends when she was younger went this or tried to go this route. They could want a horse. That's an expensive uh, trip. <laughs> Mm. Even compared to the violin. <laughs> you know, yes. Whoa. The violin oh, the doesn't life. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. I have I have a friend of mine who's friends. two daughters oh, just go got those and well, I said I have a friend of mine whose two daughters just went that route and he was we were talking uh and he's like, Oh my I had no idea it was going to <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, what what do they live? Twenty years or something? Twenty five years, thirty years? Have fun with that. Hi. Ah, yeah. I I know more people out here in California that have horses, actually. Oh. So I know more equestrian friends out here. I think back in Kansas, I was in the city. I didn't get that as much. But here, it's I kind of you. like, yeah, now it's like, you know, my friend from Beverly Hills is like, oh, you know, the equestrian lifestyle. And I'm like, well, that's cool. I didn't I didn't experience that. But I love horses, you're right. too, but, man, I couldn't afford them. Right, oh, exactly. man. <laughs> oh, it's it's crazy. Well, this is cool. This is cool. So, Fighter is the um, the second single off of uh, we we had talked. Yeah, I forget we were off mic when we were talking about that. Um, <laughs> there is going to be. Um, I don't think this is a. Is it okay to mention this? I, I don't think it's a. Uh, we should oh gosh, right. Jamie, the, you can't mention it. How I can't believe you you're letting the cat out of the bag. No, I'm just kidding. You can totally mention it. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's like leaning into their radios now. Um, <laughs> what I was going to mention was uh, this is part of a plan. There's going to be singles released uh, consecutively, and this is number two um, along the, uh, the pathway here uh, towards. And then they're all going to be packaged as an album uh, when when that uh, at the end of the journey. Um, so it's pretty That's exciting. Right. It's pretty exciting. Now, is the Thank next, you. what I wanted to say is the next single on that, is that going to be in the vein of Fighter, kind of similar to Fighter, or something completely different? So, um, well, first of all, folks, I'd like to, everyone to note that Jamie truly listens because I just gave him this information when we were on the break, and he remembered everything perfectly. So a round of applause for him, <laughs> please. Um, but, yes, yeah, so this is this is the second single. The next single um, it's similar, so we're probably going to be releasing that one at some point in August. I'm working with, as you mentioned yeah. earlier, the lovely Taylor over at Trend, and we're figuring out um, with strategy. She's got the strategy. I love working with her. Speaking of working with great people, she just she's awesome mm. at what she does. So in August, we're going to be releasing the next one, and I, I'm, I'm okay to mention this here. The title of the track is Follow the Feel Good. So, <laughs> you know, it is, it, it's very different stylistically yet so similar it's it's in that kind of uh more disco positive top uh feel but yes yeah absolutely in the positive messaging uh you'll find a lot of my tracks are that way i just feel like 
you know, we, we get so much negativity and we have so many sources of it. And, and in music, you know, I mean, obviously it's an artistic expression, but I kind of feel personally called to put something out there that's very uplifting for people, or at least relatable. Um, and so Absolutely. this one is going to be, yeah, so this one will be, it's going to be more of a dancey track. Um, everything has the kind of signature sound, but I personally, and I'm sure you too, Jamie, listen to a variety of music. Um, and I found that as an artist, it's, I can't really be pigeonholed into one specific sound and style. So I released right. um, a little bit of variety, pulling in 21 pilots here and like, you know, covering different bases. But the next one will be more of a dancey disco track. And it's about, I'm sure you can guess, following what feels good. <laughs> wow, that's fantastic. I love, that's one of the things I really, really dig. And I know your generation gets bagged on a lot of, by people that are older a lot. Um, you know, it's very, it's a trope. It's not a very original <laughs> trope. Um, you know, it's been happening since, believe me, uh, since Beethoven and Mozart, you know. Um, oh, yeah. The thing is, <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is Beethoven went too hard. What is this? You know, I'm sure there were people saying that at the time, you know, in some court somewhere. Anyhow, um, and not that kind of court, people. Read a book. Crack a book. Anyway, um, one of the things I really like about your generation is, especially compared to mine, uh, you know, I I know all the Gen Xers out there are going, what? Um, We were genre specific. Like when I was growing up, if you were a rocker, I mean, it's great, whatever you were, uh, but if you suddenly, you know, if you were a rocker and suddenly you were putting on Duran Duran or something, people, or hip-hop or something, people were going, what? You're not staying true yep. to who you are, you know, your, your self-image. And there's none of that nonsense with your generation. You know, you guys like what you like. I see your playlists, and they, they bop all over the place, and I think that is so cool, you know, and I think it has a lot to do with, like, your business model of releasing singles and whatnot. People like singles, and they like variety, you know? I think it's brilliant. Very well, smart. Yeah. And, uh, well, cool. thank you. I, 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 I definitely feel that, in my personal experience, most people I know listen to a variety of music. And so, you know, stylistically, it's cool if you have, like, a very specific uh sound within this, you know, specific range, but I personally have been inspired by artists, you know, from pop, R&B, rock, Mm -hmm. hip-hop, you know, across the board, so I feel that it's only natural that my music reflects that, because I'm I'm pulling from my inspirations and my experience, and, uh, you know, I do agree with you that it's cool to see this uh, in this generation, how people are embracing that more. And I, and I even have formally um, heard the note, you know, like, oh, well, it needs, it needs to have, like, this signature sound. But I think what we're starting to explore <laughs> now is a signature sound doesn't have to fit into this box that we formally thought it did. Right. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I like it when an artist, you know, even a big mainstream artist or something, you know, um, I mean, I'll never forget this was a couple of years back. I was in the car and um, I grew up, I'm kind of a new wave kid. You know, I was in the eighties and stuff, had crazy hair and uh, <laughs> listened to all kinds of weird music. Uh, you know, went to art school and stuff. And that's um, what you do. Wear a lot of turtlenecks yeah. and suck your cheeks in at clubs and, and listen to weird <laughs> Second music. Second But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we were in the car I was with my wife. She's 
as those who haven't figured it out, she's usually in control of the radio. And um, <laughs> she had something on it. And I'm like, man, I like this. This is, Listen to that industrial drum beat. And, oh, man, this is fantastic. And she started, you know, kind of giggling. And I'm like, what? She goes, oh, this is Taylor Swift. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I don't know. She's got a fantastic producer. I like this music. <laughs> but she was kind of like, oh, look at Mr. Cool here jamming out to the what are you, a 14-year-old girl? Oh. Well, there's, there's something to be said for also, like, you know, the the larger, you know, pop um, icons or just, you know, the people who are mainstream because there if there's something there that's doing so well, then they're doing something right. And I know it's easy for people to kind of, yeah. you know, bash on, like, Taylor Swift. But like you said yourself, you know, there are pieces of, music that are just really respectable and really enjoyable and and even if Absolutely. Taylor Swift is your jam it's like you know people you, you there's a little bit of something out there for everyone it's better to focus on what you're enjoying than what you know you're exactly. and what is cool and whatnot yeah, yeah well exactly. your stuff is cool and I enjoy it so you know it hits it ticks both boxes uh, for me and I think it's fantastic and I can't wait to hear the next single so well, you know, thank you, Jamie. Right I really touch. appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell you this bit of advice, you know, take it how you will, but you already know this anyway. But I was just going to say, keep doing what you're doing because you're wicked good at it. You are super good at it. And um, it's obviously what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> you know? So uh, keep if, it if you could... If you could see my smile and feel the happiness in my heart, like I, I, that truly warms my heart. It does. It means a lot to me that you're saying that. So thank you very much. I really appreciate it. No, I, I just speak the truth. I just speak the truth. Call it as a thing. <laughs> well, everybody, again, um, I want to mention uh, Jessica's website again, JessicaMar.com. Hey, and I totally forgot, you know, because we're, She's so fascinating. I could do one of those Joe Rogans and spend three hours talking to her. Um, but we're not going to, folks. We're not going to. Um, but I want to mention uh, that uh, Fighter, which we played earlier, it's out everywhere. You can buy it everywhere. Um, That's you know, true. however you uh, get your music, uh, it's right there. Right, Jessica? That is absolutely right, Jamie. If you call today, you can. No, I'm just kidding. It's um, it's on Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, you know, Apple Music, Amazon, any Deezer. Uh, I think it's even on Napster, <laughs> something like that. Nice. So you can you nice. can find it anywhere. <laughs> well, that's awesome. That is awesome. And Jessica Mar, M A R. That's the uh, you know, like the planet without the F. Um, Jessica Mar. And uh, yeah. You can fight there and, you know, just pop that in and, and there you go. Um, very, very cool. And, you know, while you're doing stuff, if you, uh, you know, you got a couple extra bucks or whatever, you know, forego a cup of coffee um, and, um, you know, drop a couple bucks into the American Cancer Society too. Um, you know, that's the, there's songs for hope. You put that in Google and, and get right there to it. Um, makes you feel good. Put a perk in your step for the day. I'm telling you, baby. I'm telling you. Good stuff. That's the truth. Good. And it's tax deductible, yeah. too, folks. So you can donate, and it's beneficial for everybody. That's that's right. Very cool. Well, the the track is Fighter, folks. Check it out. And um, also check out Jessica's website, JessicaMar.com. And remember, 
add her on all your social media too. Add and share. It helps with the algorithms. Uh, you know, we live in an algorithm world, man. It's how it works now. Um, you can find her at the Jessica Mars um, on all of them. All of them she's on. Uh, but she, I, I suspect she especially likes the gram. Oh my God! I was gonna. I told my <laughs> wife if I ever say the gram, I'm going to throw myself in front of a bus. Um, I was listening um, to one well, of the radio stations, and they were saying that. I hope you no, don't I'm not throw yourself to. in front of a bus because you did just say the gram. I'm going to point that I out. Know, I know, I know. But I, but I called attention of how ridiculous it sounds saying that. Fair, um, okay, fair, fair. Um, we'll let, we'll let you, oh, we'll let you have a pass on this one. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, so there you go, folks. And next, you can look, find me on my TikTok. I'm kidding. I don't have a TikTok. <laughs> TikTok or a, a WhatsApp or any of that stuff. I barely can use Facebook. So there you go. Oh my gosh, um, I love it. Yes, I, I'm on the gram and all all social medias. And like Jamie said, I, ke- I keep it simple. It's the Jessica Marr. And no, I'm not that full of myself. It's because Jessica Marr was already in use. So the Jessica Marr it is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. But she solved the problem. She solved the problem. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's no that underscore. Sweet. That's nice. Um, yeah, just be Jessica Moore. Very, very cool. Well, thank well, you it's been very a pleasure. much, Jamie. I, oh, absolutely. I really appreciate you having me on the show. It's been awesome. You're awesome, and this is a great opportunity. So thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, anytime, anytime. I can't wait to, uh, till the next time we have you on. Very, very cool. Well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. Um, this episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. It'll be pushed out on all the various social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. Yes, there is such a thing. I didn't know there was, but there is. We're on like 370 of them. It's crazy. Um, so wherever you listen to podcasts or download podcasts, you always can. If you wanted to listen to this episode, um, I'm, I'm assuming we're in the future now, um, ad-free, you always can on my Patreon. So. And there's a bunch of other perks, which you can find out on my website, jamierocks.us. You know, um, free, free shipping on art, all kinds of really crazy, kooky things on there. Okay, folks, that's going to wrap it up for us. We will be back um, tomorrow, uh, so we will see you then. Stay cool, everybody. Stay cool and be nice to people. It's a, it helps the world out. We'll see you then. Bye. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.